Welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all now tuned in to No Stingy Energy, man. It's the first one we live in the studio, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. It's a, it's a you different know, situation. It's a different vibe, you know? <laughs> Listen, man, welcome to No Stingy Energy Podcast, where we talk everything from wealth, health, relationships, pretty much the entire entrepreneurial journey. Listen, my name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space, do a little bit of creative finance, fix and flip, new construction, new to the build to rent space. Definitely excited about that. And, you know, oh, we talk a lot about business here, which I think that is extremely dope. But also it's another dynamic, and that's the relationship dynamic, especially as we into a space where. You have a lot more women who are earning more, making more, more money, making more and more money, not needing men, not needing men financially, wanting, still want men. Yeah, they still want them, but they don't need them like they did back in the day. They don't need them like they need them back in the day. And that is creating a new relationship dynamic that, frankly, I don't think we've ever seen before. I had yeah. to endure. Yeah. And as a result of that, the way we do relationship is changing. I believe it's changing forever. It's never going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. This is what I believe. Why, I believe you, boy, why you feel it's never going to go back to where, how it used to be? What's, what's your thoughts on that? You know, I, I think it's it's when you have when you have a dynamic where men and women are not you know, are making either the same amount of money or they're making even more money on even more educated, more skillful um, and more ambitious in some cases. How can it be the same when women have primarily depended on men for their food, clothing, housing, protection, housing, right? Women have depended on men in this sense, bro, for, for, for years centuries. on years. And so basically now, the ladies really don't need the men. Really, the only thing they need them for at this point is sex. That's about it. That's because about it. ladies can provide their own housing, food, yes. income, security. Now we got security loans. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So really, you know, the guys are really not needed no more like back in the day. Because back in the day, the ladies couldn't work like that. Facts. They couldn't have uh, certain type of jobs. They couldn't vote. They couldn't do a lot of different things. So today we're going to talk about how relationships need to stay together because we also had an episode if y'all want to go back and watch it with Princella. Uh, she was like on the opposite side, like women don't need men, you know, men pretty much ain't, ain't bringing nothing to the table. So we want to talk today how we can keep families together instead of keep ripping them apart. So uh, I'm excited about today's show. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, you want to go ahead and do a quick intro? Yeah. So what's up, everybody? I'm Neil Parker, real estate investor, entrepreneur out of Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been in real estate since 2016, full-time entrepreneur to 2020. I do all things in real estate, but love rentals, love passive income. I'm the owner of Leverage to Wealth, teaching you how to leverage where you are currently in your life and financially to get wealthy in real estate. You can start in real estate wherever you are. So that's what I do. If you want to check that out, it's leverage2wealth.com. And uh, that's me. But uh, let's talk about it, man. We we I think... It's a different dynamic for us. Yes. Because I just had a one year anniversary and facts. your anniversary coming up. That's fact. So we newly married men. Yes. And, you know, they got people that have been married for years struggling. Yes. And then they have people that's undecided. Should I get married or should I not? And then, you know, they, they do have people that's out here. They're not even really interested in getting married no more. 
Yeah. They cool with just a life term partnership. They tapped out. Yeah. Tapped out. A lot of women out here want to get married. Yeah. But they feel that they have men out there that they can marry or support what they have. That's you know what fact. I'm saying? A lot of ladies have long lists. They want the men to check long every box. List. You know what I'm saying? But they may not be checking no boxes themselves. So it's good. It's going to be a lot to talk about. The divorce rate is on the rise. It's through the divorce the rate is through the And that's through America. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm, is it America or worldwide? I think it's worldwide. It's worldwide. It's worldwide. So uh, it's going to be a crazy, it's going to be a crazy uh, conversation. So make sure y'all tuned in, man, the chat. Uh, we trying to trying to see what y'all talking about as well. So we can keep this, this show going and, and answer all the questions. Yes. Because everybody got questions. I got a lot of questions. I know I'll be having questions, man. So no doubt. Let's talk about it. Um, so let's let 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 I guess let's start with this. Um, how's your marriage set? Like, what made you want to get married? That's a good question. I, I would say this, man. Um, first of all, I feel like my wife and I, right, we started out as friends. Like, you know, I'm not. I'm, let me take that back. We started out as in a relationship. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I think what where we differ from a lot of people is that we built our relationship on friendship. So it's friendship first. Yeah, the friendship was kind of like the core, the core of what we have. It's it's deeper than just, you know, I'm like attracted you. Yeah. to you and you attracted to me uh, physically. And I'm going to say I am very physically attracted. I have a very physically attractive wife. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, um, most people will see her and be like, you know, you know, just in general. <laughs> I'm just yeah. being real. But 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 beyond the physical attraction, um, I would say the friendship was high on the priority for me because I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like I've, I've, you know, I, I've been with women. You dibbled and dabbled. Yeah. Yeah. I've dibbled and dabbled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you so touched the me, waters. Yeah. 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 So for me, it was like, yo, if, if I can't like you beyond looking at you, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to participate in that. You don't want to join that party. I don't want to join that party because I've been in relationship, right? Where, I enjoy looking at a woman, but I I ain't enjoy like her. kicking it with her. Yeah, yeah. like you so basically, me. she look good. Sex was probably good. Yeah. Maybe decent. Yeah. Other than that, she can't cook, but, can't but clean. But you annoy me though. Yeah. See, and that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, and, and so and so, I didn't want that because I I knew that I was looking to do life, and I know that when you're looking to do life, bro, it goes so much deeper than just the the the, the superficial. Yeah, my opinion. Right. You know, what about you, man? <laughs> <laughs> man, I'll be honest, uh, kind of like some things that you said. I've been with my wife since I was a sophomore in high school. Crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? We didn't been through a lot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't dibble and dabble. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, just growing up, you notice that everybody ain't for you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And some people are just come come in your space to take. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Not everybody see your best interest at interest at heart either. That's a big fact. Um, not everybody's a good mother. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's a good provider. I mean, uh caretaker, like clean the house, make sure the house clean, you know, things mm. like that. So, you know, over time, like, shit, that's the one, bro. She truly cares about myself. You know, let's just say I got some shit going on or mm. I ain't smiling like I usually smile. She could sit down and ask what's going on. What's How could I help on? you? How could I figure it out? Instead yeah. of be like, man, you know, keep yeah. it push. 
Um, I think that's really the main things. She genuinely loves me. She want to see me do my best. Uh, she cares about me because a lot of times women these days don't ain't get two fucks about what you got going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all about the gear. I mean, the tape. It's they all ain't giving nothing. Tape. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's let's be honest though. When you think about, you mentioned something that was really critical, and that's that's all about the take, mm -hmm. right? Have us as a society created an environment? Some people do, especially where, men. Yeah, where where it is more advantageous for a woman to be on the take because at the end of the day, if you look at the pool of men in terms of what we glorify from a society standpoint, the men from what we glorify, like we listen to the music, it's all about using and abusing women. I think it's also about the man, how he approached the woman too. Mm. Most men leave with money. Mm. Most men leave with the things I can do for you. I don't, mm. I don't leave with that. Well, yeah. I don't talk about no money. <laughs> like, yeah, we ain't talking about no money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always had some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't never led with no money. Never led with no, no. money. Well, at the end of the day, did you even necessarily have to? Because you, you, you know, with the chick, you know, with your wife, y'all grew up together. Yeah, she I had money back then, though. But she built with you. Yeah, yeah. But you got to think about it too. Though. A lot of men, especially policy past twenty five, a lot of men ain't never had women like that. So once they get money, mm. that's all they have. Mm. And they flash the money to, to bring the chicks in, but then the chicks only there for the money because that's all you can provide. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And a lot of people get married. This is what I truly believe. A lot of I think the divorce rate is going up because a lot of people get married for the benefits that person can provide. They don't really like that person or love that person. Mm. They love the lifestyle. They love the 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 things that the person can buy. Them. And uh, you know, after a while they get dry. And if the love not there. So you out, you on to the next thing. That's a fact. Especially in the black community. I don't really too, too much know about other communities. I can only speak from what I know. Yeah. And that's why I think divorce rate is on the rise, especially like with celebrities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about the benefit. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's funny. Um, we did a um an episode recently, and you guys definitely got to check it out, the Pure New World episode. And we actually, it was actually some issues with that one, so we're gonna probably re-release it. Uh, but um, and, and it was talking about how you know they're both alpha energies. The woman is the alpha, the man is also uh has alpha energy. How they how, work how together they work. Because in reality, what we see is we see two alphas typically bump heads right it's, it's, it's a natural clash if you have a, a, a woman who is coming in with extremely strong energy and wants to lead which i'm me personally i am a uh i support strong women i support strong women and i think too many women are trying to dim their light to appease a man's ego you know i i, I take I, yeah. I don't like that because i i feel like look First of all, it's fake, right? So that's going to dry up. Yeah, yeah you're going to eventually at one point you're going to be you're going to have to be your authentic self. And if you have a strong personality, why are you running around trying to act like you could you, you doing both or you you feminine too? you? Well, let me take that back. <laughs> strong women are feminine women. So I'm, I'm going to say that right now. Strong women can still be feminine women. I think that the way that 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 
femininity displays itself right to some men who are not comfortable with listening to a woman and respecting a woman's mind can take that as masculine energy right and again being disagreeable having poor communication skills does not uh mean that uh that woman per se is um like being masculine i think i think people confuse the two you can have poor communication skills right and those poor communication skills can be misconstrued as masculine energy but the truth is you just don't communicate with people effectively we right. were talking about this the other day right it's a way to let people know exactly what you want to say without offending people you know what i'm saying like a lot of people got to practice on that a lot of people got to practice on that you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> even myself oh, I, yeah, can yeah. Be, I can be blunt sometimes and i and, I, and you know and that bluntness can rub people the wrong way especially if i'm just trying to get a point across <laughs> real quick <laughs> ain't got time to polish it yeah up i ain't got time to polish it up i just gotta see it how it is but uh but but in general though oh right what's your thoughts on this new era of women being able to uh assert themselves in leadership right do, do you put like this do you see yourself being okay with a woman in 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 leadership i'm cool with that i you, want that you want that yeah i think in a family in a household everybody needs to be a leader in their own space the mm. space that you thrive at mm. you know what i'm saying yeah that's with anything. That's with business too. Like if you got a team, mm-hmm. I want you to be a leader in the department that you in. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So same from the marriage. My wife is a leader when it comes to the kids. I, I ain't got time to be watching them kids all day. You know what I'm saying? That's what she do. She over the house. She over the kids. She be whipping their ass and shit. And then sometimes I got to whip them twice. You know what I'm saying? But that's just how it is. I can't, I can't be at home all day disciplining kids and work all day trying to build real estate empire or just build businesses. I can't do all that at one time. So she the leader when I'm not there. I'm the leader of the business. And then when we get home, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's how I feel it should go. But, you know, everybody's situation different. Absolutely. So I want to open up the stage because we got a couple, we got a couple people in the chat. You know, if anybody wants to join the chat, shout out to Matilda, proud member of the No Stingy Energy family. Shout out to you for being a member. Uh, and all of the members who are, you know, members of the No Stingy Energy family. We appreciate that. But I want to say something. I yeah. want to say something real quick. Um, you know, when we when we're talking about the nuclear family, right? You know, I was looking at the chat here. It looks like somebody she said, I totally agree with the annoying thing. I choose to stay single with no kids. I prefer to live by myself. I have no wow. regrets. It's been very therapeutic. So I would love to know from ladies, right? Have some ladies gotten to a space to where they have, is that coming from a space of giving up on the potential of finding somebody that you could do life with, finding somebody that you can do relationship with on a healthy, uh, productive level? Or is that coming from a space of maybe you found out that you enjoy uh, living by yourself better? Right. Is it coming from a place? So my, my question is, is that coming from a place of 
I've given up and I think that this works better for me. I feel safer alone instead of exposing myself to, you know, somebody who uh, I'm fearful that they may take advantage of my vulnerability in that space from a relationship standpoint. Or is that coming from a space of I actually like this and prefer this better? I just realized that I'm, I do better by myself. I, I would love to know that question, ladies, uh, if y'all don't mind answering that. I know. Uh, yeah. So what, what's y'all thoughts on that? Are, are some women to the space where they just giving up or they realize that they like being single by themselves? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Let's see what the ladies did, man. I'm trying to see if the ladies going to join. I think they'd be scared to join. Yeah, they'd be scared to join. Hey, if y'all ain't got your makeup done, y'all got your bonnets on. That's all. That's all good with us, man. Yeah, y'all have to show y'all face. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, it'll still work for us. But let, let's get into uh, if we got no ladies pulling up, let's get to to what we got, man. Did any any ladies go answer? I think the ladies be a little nervous. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, when we look at the current economic conditions and this is the wrong thing, I'm sorry about that. Let's talk about gender roles. How often, how do you approach the discussion of traditional gender roles in relationships, marriages, today evolving society? She thoughts about that. It's a good question. It's a good question. I, I would say this. Do y'all have gender roles at the, at the crib? We We don't. We don't have any rules, um, because I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't believe in them. Why not? Um, because I believe that I believe that a lot of the gender roles, in my opinion, right, are based on, in my opinion, archaic ideologies that uh, that kind of put people in, in 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 boxes that they may or may not want to fit in. right so basically you said put them in spaces that typically they don't thrive in they kind of forced into it they forced in and i feel like why 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 force why force people into something that they may or may not be comfortable with right just because society says just because society says this okay and i think that for us it works better because we focus our energy on doing relationships and not like playing roles. I just think it's just, bro. I just think not. Not to say that my wife doesn't do a lot of the traditional things because she do, right? And I do a lot of the traditional man things. I do, but I'm not sitting around like keeping score as to who is supposed to do this and who is supposed <laughs> to do that. Like, and I ain't sitting around like you know, like yo, like. You ain't did this and you ain't did that. So you not feminine or you not this or you not. Nah, I ain't moving like that. Like the clothes part up. Why you ain't falling the clothes? Type yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I ain't doing that. She do that, though. She like to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we also have, you know, we also have people that help us with that, too. You know what I'm saying? But listen, we got our special guest here. Uh-oh. Got our special guest in the building. They didn't pull up. Yes, indeed. And uh, listen, if you guys... Don't know. We've actually shared space and stage yep. uh, with both. 
and um, phenomenal minds. Uh, truly, truly respect their minds. And I think we're going to get a lot out of this conversation. So if you haven't already, make sure you share this out to the people that you care about. Share this out. Hit the like button because we we bought the dive deep. And as you guys know, and as we've done before, we always try to merge the facts, yeah. the data, the current conditions of the world to what we've traditionally seen be successful. Yeah. And we also look at religion because I feel like religion plays a major big part part in how we've done relationship over the hundreds of years and how we may continue to do relationship uh, in the future, depending on how we correct. Yeah, of course, correct that yeah. situation. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest. We got Pastor Dunn and his beautiful wife, Phaedra in the building. What's yes, going indeed. on? What's going on? Can we get, let's see, let's get them added on here. Good morning. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? Oh, we man, good. We, well, we, good. we excited to see y'all, man. We excited to see y'all. Man, it's good to see y'all. It is, it is, it's, it's, it's so good to see y'all. I love, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. I love the conversation you're having. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing how technology works. Right. Uh, but then I'll tell you something that's funny. I went to go through the back end and now this is going to tie in what you guys are talking about. Uh, it told me that I couldn't use my Safari, but I can use my Chrome. So in other words, one gave me access, but the other one wouldn't give me access. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh oh. And I thought to myself, this is absolutely amazing. One way used to work in one season. But now you have another way that works in another season. So Ooh. Relationships Ooh. are like that. Business deals are like that. Just because it worked in one season. I don't mean it's designed to work in the next season. Right. Ooh. Wow. You started preaching. That's an excuse of why we're late, too. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's good. all good, though, man. We happy y'all here, man. So we got Pastor Don, his wife, beautiful wife, Miss Phaedra. They're pastors, also marriage coaches. It's marriage keys, right? Yes, sir. So, so we happy to have y'all here. We happy to hear what y'all got to say. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I think a lot of people need to hear what y'all got to say today. I do, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, what's that? I was, gonna say, I was thinking when my husband was sharing what used to work in one season doesn't work in another season. I think back, we've been together now almost 30 years. Almost 30 years now. So 30 years. what <laughs> used to work 30 years ago to get the fire started does not work anymore. You know, we used to use coals and lighter fluid. Yeah, and, that, that doesn't work and anymore. And now you have the gas grill and electric. And pellets and everything. <laughs> and you want to know what's frustrating? One of the most frustrating things in the world is to give me what I used to need. Absolutely. Oh. Mm. Yeah, don't give me what I used to need, Absolutely. which means you haven't evolved with me. Damn, man, y'all talking crazy already. So, so, since y'all talked about that, so how does someone stay involved with their partner? Like, how do they stay knowing what they need? Because things change, like y'all said. Mm -hmm. The Safari so wouldn't work in no more. Now it's Chrome. But how does that other person know that, hey, you changing, you evolving? So, okay, I, I know. Because I'm guessing that's why the divorce rate on the rise. I don't know. Well, it, and, I, and I know, I honestly believe that also, but I also believe, so I, 
I'm I'm a pastor, but we're also a coach. So if if you allow me to kind of toggle back and forth between the two. <laughs> hey, you can do whatever you like, man. I know it's gonna be gems either way. It could yeah. be it could be marriage Don, Pastor Don, or Coach Don. It don't matter. <laughs> so so when you talked about a foundation, you he talked about a biblical foundation. Um the car was built years and years ago. However, the model, the shape, the engines of the cars have absolutely changed, shifted a lot. And if we're not careful, the the signs that used to work last season won't work next season. So when the check engine light come on, that's not meant for you to keep driving. That's meant for you to figure out what's going on with this thing. And I think you gotta figure out how do we continue to check the check engine light? Because you're living in a day now to where I heard you talking about an old, I don't want to say an antiquated model, to where, you know, there's traditional roles. Well, that's changing in these days. You got women bossing up. You know, they, listen, they out there grinding. You guys teach entrepreneurship. So then you can't use an old antiquated model to deal and grow with this new modern woman. So you got to be intentional about how you study her, how you study each other. You got to be intentional about that. <laughs> so, you know, to, to, to speak to that, uh, Pastor, how do you feel um, pastor and uh, pastor's wife, how do you guys feel about this new modern woman having to do relationship uh, today? Right. We just had a comment earlier that I was addressing where she said, you know what? She's completely given up on the idea of doing relationship. Um, and she's comfortable being alone. Right. And I don't know if that was um, triggered by the dating pool or if that was just a personal decision. I, I really don't know. But how do you feel about the new modern woman where she is maybe successful? She probably is able to to do life financially, at least alone. And she's also struggling with being able to find male partnership or, or, or relationship where that man will res not only respect and cherish her, but also allow her to be. To live in her true, truest form of, of, of womanhood in terms of leadership and all of the things and respect that at this the same how, time. Say it how you want to say it. She's not intimidating him. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How, how, wh wh what can we say to that woman that may be struggling with that? I'll let her address that one. <laughs> yes. Woo, that's a lot to unpack. And let's, let's unpack it. Let's hear it. I personally believe that the type of fish I'm going to catch determines what type of water I'm fishing in. Mm. Oh. So, y'all be coming with the bars, man. I go live. <laughs> I'm trying to say it as nice as possible. If I am looking for, let's say, an entrepreneur, somebody that I can build with in that manner, then I need to position myself in rooms with other entrepreneurs or the male entrepreneurs, yeah, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm looking for an entrepreneur, I'm not going to position myself in a room with men that desire to work a nine to five. Mm -hmm. 
That's good. I think I can say it that way. No, that's good. Yeah, that'd be safe. <laughs> that, that's good because every relationship here's the, okay. So I'm probably gonna get in trouble when I say this. Um, and this is where I go back and forth between pastors and coaching. So many times we run after the religion, which is fine. You want somebody that's biblically sound, but you also want somebody that has the same mindset when it comes to purpose, your purpose, Mm -hmm. your destiny. So to the young lady who says she's given up on it, I probably would think that maybe kind of like my wife just said, let's let's shift and move into another model, another Mm -hmm. pool. And who says it had to take place in your city? Let's find some more. Uh, business luncheons that's happening. Right. So you got to find somebody that's right. like, either somebody that's like-minded or, or who or who is understanding to your purpose. Mm. Because mm. that, I want to walk in purpose. Well, you in a relationship, you better find somebody that understands your purpose too. Right. Because I'll use military for an example. If if you have somebody that wants you home all the time, you probably don't want to marry a military person. Right. Um, because they're going to be on the move. Just in case you want to find somebody that's nine to five, I need her home every day. That's not grinding, or I want him home every day. Then you might not want to get into a relationship with somebody that's an entrepreneur, because an entrepreneur will tell you they are consistently working, twenty four seven. They're always working, and if they're not working, their creativity is working. Their creativity is working. Their mind is working. So they're always constantly going. So you want somebody that's moving with you. So I probably would share with her and say, listen, let's see if we don't give up. Let's see if we can find somebody that's moving like you. Or move it in the same vein that you're moving in. Now, it may be a little difficult to do because in this day and time, that level of entrepreneurship and success uh, is rare air. It's, it's rare air. You'll find more ducks flying in the air than you will eagles. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So that, that eagle is rare air. And rare air can, can fly up there. So just know you'll need a little more patience because you're flying at a level, whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, um, your psychological, how you view life, um, that's rare air. Not too many people can fly up there. So just know, be a little more patient than you would. Do you fly with ducks? And that's nothing against ducks. <laughs> so, so what would you say to the people that, you know, a lot of people have a list. They want, <laughs> they, they want their person to check every box on that list. They, they, they want the entrepreneur husband, but when they think entrepreneur, they feel like you don't really have a job so you could be home all day. You know, I, I I want you to be an entrepreneur, but I also want to see you all the time. And then I also want you to to uh be be the kids coach. But I also want you to bring home some bacon because I want a new car every year, two years. So what do you say to the people that has a list? And the list that they have is not making sense of what they really want. Um, I'll, I'll probably I'll start with this one. I'll probably say make your list. Just make sure your list written in pencil. and and the reason why i say that here's why i say that um because and i think this and i she can tell me if i'm wrong i think everything that was on her list i had to become and i wasn't that at first oh oh i like that so the list may be in the person but are you cultivating enough to help bring it out of the person and that's mm. why I meant earlier, find somebody you can build with, like build that total picture. Even when you think about a list, I may have to go to different stores. This doesn't mean go to different men. I may have to go <laughs> to different stores throughout the day to accomplish everything that's on my list. But at the end of the day, at six months later, a year later, 12 years later, however long that span is, 
your list is finally complete. And then, honestly, you add things to the list over time. So even mm. though I left saying I'm only getting five items out of the grocery store, by the time mm. I come back, it's more. Even though I go to Instacart and start a list and this is all I need for dinner tonight, by the end of checkout, mm -hmm. there are more things added. So mm -hmm. I would definitely say it's okay to piece together an outfit throughout the city or throughout your travels and not think that the top to bottom has to be purchased out of that one store. I'm not saying go get these different items from different men right. or women. It's a metaphor. I'm saying that yeah. you can take time and work down your list, but still have that completed outfit at the end of and, the day. And, and if I can add to it, here's... So before we start throwing that onus on the person to become that, maybe we ought to write in pencil because we ourselves may change. Absolutely. So mm. you, you wrote a list at 20 that will harm you at 40. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Ooh, that is true. So so now, so that's why I say you got to be careful. So it's not just finding in a person, also got to find it in yourself. Right. So I, I want you, I want that list to be written in pencil. So not just in case they change, also just in case I change. Mm. Give, give give your own some space to evolve. So you may say, listen, you say, okay, I want, I want on that list, and again, I'm only using your example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want somebody to bring me a, buy me a brand new car every year. What if you get a season of your life to where you're tired of brand new car? Oh, let's <laughs> see that was Ooh. on your list. So then sometimes that list limits you from evolving to the person you are to become because you're stuck to that list. I'm not against a list. I think you need foundation. I think you need structure. I think you need boundaries. I, I just say I just I'm just the person that it needs to be written in a pencil so we both can change. We both can evolve. I like that. I like that. So let's talk about let's just say you make this list. How often should they revisit the list? And what would you say to the people that's in relationships? Uh, one person is making all these promises and they never delivered on one yet. So what, what's your thoughts about that? Okay, because so a, a lot of people are in relationships, right? The, the they make one, promises. One is a list, the other one is a lie. That, that, yeah. That's, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's two different people. That's two totally different. See, we can evolve together, but we can't lie together. Now we can't because <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep it real. A lot of people be having, like, you know, I'm I promise to change, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Man, you've been waiting two, three years, you ain't never seen it yet. So, you know, is that a sign to move on? That's a sign to have a conversation. That's a sign to have a conversation, an expiration date. You know, every day. What should we do? That's that's an everyday for me, for us, that's an everyday conversation. What but here's why it's an everyday conversation for me, for us, and I'll let my wife address it from a from a female standpoint. Um, because you can promise me you're gonna change, and I'm okay with that because everybody needs to change in areas of life. But even if you don't, I need to see an effort of you trying to change. Right. I need to see the effort of, okay, you might not be getting it right, but there's a sense of changing. Now, I'm not delusional or crazy either. If you continue to keep doing the same thing, um, woe unto me if I'm thinking you're going to change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can, this is just me personally, you can tell at the very beginning someone's work ethic Mm. So are they going to be true to their word? Are they going to be on time? If they're here when they say they're going to arrive to take me out, do we go where they say we're going? Did they pay or were they expecting for me to pay? It's so many things that you can filter through mm -hmm. at the beginning to kind of conclude mm, if this is someone that I can hold to be true to their word. 
And then I can mm -hmm. determine, is this someone I just want to casually date and have dinner with? Or if we're trying to build a relationship, is this really his car? Or did you find a receipt somewhere that shows he's renting it, but he's telling you it's his car? <laughs> like all of these little details. At the end of the day, he's not going to be true to his word. <laughs> I remember I remember in D.C. when we did the show. Matter of fact, it was with Anthony O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned you mentioned that it was times in your relationship where your wife was the breadwinner. Absolutely. So it's funny you say that, because one of the things that I think that, first of all, that was a great parent. I, I had man. I that was a good time. A long time. <laughs> Um, one of the things that we talked about was can a woman help you become a man and all that good stuff and my wife being the breadwinner and my wife was the breadwinner while I was evolving. Mm. I was becoming more of a man. There were some things that happened in my life um, that caused me to get sidetracked. I'll just put it like that. Um, <laughs> I had did some things that caused me to get put on pause and uh, instead of her giving up on me, she just stepped in when it came to the financial side, as in, okay, let me make sure he doesn't lose his footing, make sure he doesn't lose his ground. Um, so that, to me, that's the greatest teammate in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think until we redefine roles and responsibility and what that actually means, um, you're going to stay stuck. Because if I thought I should be the breadwinner in a season of my life I couldn't be, I could have ended up discouraged, um, insecure. Yeah. Thinking that she, Dr. Miles Monroe said this, and um, I, I can never take credit for this, but I thought it was absolutely wonderful. He said, most men who underappreciate a woman or who is intimidated by her simply doesn't know how to use her as a tool. Oh, damn. Ooh. <laughs> so, Ooh. and I don't mean a tool as a negative derogatory way. I mean, how can this tool best fit the season of my life I'm in right now? Same thing, vice versa. How can this man fit the tool of the season I'm in right now? So, if and because I don't care if we've been together almost right right at 30 years now. There have been seasons of our life. Okay, now she's on top. Okay, now I go. Okay, now she go, now I go. And if you're not comfortable with letting the other person lead out, but well, you're gonna be in trouble. You're gonna you, you're, you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> so 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 Miss Phaedra, in that in that season, what was your mindset and what allowed you to keep the belief and the faith in his ability to to sustain and and, and, and grow back. through that and come back through that. What what was that mindset like for you? Actually, it was easy because I looked at his credit report for life, not but I was like able that. to sit back and watch ahead of time, and I saw that he was a builder, and whatever mm. he went out to accomplish. Don Johnson <laughs> is going to accomplish it. Right <laughs> or wrong, it was going right. to get accomplished. <laughs> so when that piece of our life came, I'm the type of girl, well, I've watched you. Okay, I see that we can build together. I don't mind getting out there, plowing the field, helping you plant the seed, because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to have an amazing harvest. So my mind was focused on, this is just the period right now where it's my space to cover this part of the plan. Mm. So I did I did a message one years ago. I got to re revisit that message. Um, but I did a did something for singles and it was called Show Me Your Carfax. Yes, that so <laughs> um in that message, show me your carfax. You do not go, to, I would suggest that you don't buy a car without first looking at the carfax. That I would highly suggest that mm -hmm. because it will show you the damage of the car, it will show you what kind of accident it's been in. And some of us, we're still usable, we've just been in some accidents. Mm -hmm. 
And it's okay, how do we work through that? Okay, can you drive me or can we still ride together knowing that I have these type of flaws? Right. Because at the end of the day, all of us have flaws. Right. The problem is can or the scenario is can can you maximize me even though I'm flawed mm -hmm. in this relationship? Here's why I'm flawed. Can you accept me for that as we evolve and change? Because that's not excusable. Mm -hmm. But how do we move past that? So and I, I I just happened to see somebody comment. Somebody said after you you're unusable, you're done. Well, it depends on who the person is because what's unusable to you may be usable to somebody else. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, we need to get the likes up, man, because they're going crazy right now. Get the likes up. <laughs> so 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 my question is, y'all being uh marriage coaches, do y'all typically see um finances a big issue in marriages? Because most people we gotta keep it real, most women. You know, they see their man going down. They try to figure out a way to pivot. They start talking to another person. Their eyes get big. Of course, we got social media. They see other men making it happen while their man is trying to figure it out. Do y'all typically see a lot of marriages break up and, and get divorced because of this reason? Absolutely. If I can say this without it being taken the wrong way, I just want you to be observant at the beginning. Watch the signs at the beginning. He will show you if he's a builder in the beginning, if he's lazy in the beginning. So you'll be able to see all of that. So when things come in the relationship, it doesn't throw you off your game because here's a moment where he may be down a little bit and it's your turn to be up a little bit more. The problem is we are so enticed <laughs> by looks and body and whatever else may be happening that we don't take a step back at the beginning to really pay attention to the signs. If he's lazy, then I've got to teach you to be reliable. I don't want to do that. At the beginning of our relationship, I saw that he was already building and had attained so many things. So when a slight adjustment happens, I know that we can still build together. So let, let me say this. Um, I, I see somebody put something that's probably um, lack of understanding. Um, and this thing about social media, which is so great. I love it. And I hate it at the same time. Sometimes people come to a conclusion without a full definition of a word. Ooh, mm, oh, break uh, it down. Break it down. So I saw somebody says, why can't why can't couples be together? Why do they have to be used? Um, the same reason why you use gas to drive your car. It's a play on words. They don't understand what synonymous mean or they don't understand what uh, it's going at the same time. So if you say, okay, we're together, well, we're using each other, but catch this, if the scope of your definition used is only for negative and derogatory, then you're going to respond based off the filters of your eyes. So I would say that without a complete understanding um, of the definition of the person or what they're saying, I, I would rather get clarity before I respond to anything. That's one of the things that let our marriage kind of work. Because one of the things they say is, okay, she's a mole, that's why she's together. Well, that's 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 not true. Because you would have to know the definition of the person to say, okay, this is why it lasts. Mm -hmm. Because what you don't know is the season that I wasn't doing anything, the season where I was trying to make it work. And the, the problem is, for me, for me, this is kind of what we've dealt with, with other people. If you don't clearly define a word, you'll respond to a word based off the filter how you see it. Like, for instance, prime example, a wife, you say this, um, back in this was back in the day. She said, "Can I talk to you for a minute, man?" When she said that, all bets was off. I hated it. I hate. I knew it was going to argue. Something was going to happen. But I was judging her based off the filter of my past. Anytime somebody told me let's talk, it turned into an argument. What I didn't understand is that she just wanted to talk, have a real conversation with me. So most people respond without facts, 
only dealing with the vision of how they see something. So when the when I saw the statement about being used, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they see it negative. No, I use gas to drive my car. <laughs> my, my gas isn't negative. I use oil to make sure my oil is changed. So and I, I think that's great. Even going into a relationship, make sure you clearly define a word before you respond to something you may not have a clear definition what it's about. So when we say uh, stuff like we, I'm using her, she's using me. I'll use it as negative, never negative. Right. Never. It's it's never negative. It's hey, she pulled me up by my bootstraps. Oh, let's lose, let's use another language, another word. Um, we support each other. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> uh yeah, I see somebody else with can we talk? Yeah, I used to hate it too. Oh my god, can we talk? But uh for us, it doesn't it doesn't hold the same meaning anymore. You know why? Because there's clarity to the definition. It, it's a clear-cut definition of that. And as it relates to kind of segue back to what you're talking about financially. Um, if, if money plays a big part in your relationship, it's going to drive the decisions in your relationship. Yeah. It, it really will. It'll, it'll drive the decision relationship because there may be seasons where money may not be as accessible and it'll lead to arguments and disagreement. But I think sometimes we got to realize or redefine again, there it is again, what does provision mean? Because there may be a season where money may not be an issue, but peace may be an issue. Mm -hmm. That piece of major thing. So no. since we're talking, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Since we're talking about finances, what's your thoughts, man? It's a huge conversation in the social media space on relationships and marriages being 50-50 when it comes to income and finances. What's your thoughts about that? So I nah. <laughs> Cause, cause this, this this is a you know, it's a big conversation. This is it's it's it's, it's a hot topic. <laughs> Y'all been together 30 years, man. Yeah. I got a lot of insight on, on this situation we're talking about, man. Y'all think relationships should be 50-50, 70-30, 100-100? What's y'all thoughts? Because at the end of the day, you know, we pro-marriage on, on this channel, man. We're trying to keep families together. Well, I'm 100-100. Right. We don't believe that anything is really 50-50. Because there are some days that he's going to show up with a higher percentage than I am, and there are some days that I'll show up with a higher percentage than he will. So... As long as we come each day to bring out 100%, at some point, we're going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, listen, and at the end of the day, uh, marriage is a thumbprint. It is. It's a thumbprint. I can only tell you what worked for us. Yeah. We ain't went through no divorce. I'm, I, we haven't experienced it. God has been good to us. We've been successful. Hey, take it for what it's worth. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, so for us, when we say 100-100, some of us may say, no, nah, I want it to be 50-50. That, if that's what you think works for you, Hey, you you run with it. We can only give you the information that works for us. Um, so when I don't have my 100 to give, she still has hers to give. Right. So for mm. me, it's it's okay. So it's help. I don't want to use that word used again. Uh, it's us supporting each other <laughs> when we're down or when we're uh having to go through. If I'm having a bad day, she's having a bad day. Um, I can only give you what works for us. It's and been at working. the end of the day, we want to win, right? We want this unit, our team, to win. So what percentage do I need to bring in so that we can win? That's, that's what's important overall. It's not a he win, I win, because when he wins, I win. And when I win, he wins, because we're on the same team. We have three sons and, and then my husband. So I'm in this world with the men, so we watch sports a lot. At the end of the day, if I didn't come off the bench and the team won, I still get a ring. 
I still mm -hmm. to walk around and say I won. So his percentage might not be as high as the quarterback's percentage or the defensive line percentage, but whatever it takes for me to contribute to the team so that we can win, that's what it should be. That's why I know it's not a guarantee for us. It's not a guarantee as long as I bring my 50% today, we're going to always win. What if he's not having a great day and he brings that 5%? So on a grading scale in school, a 55 is an F. And, and if you, so, so when my wife is standing on that stage or she's giving a presentation or she's uh, talking, to me, that's a win for us. I'm like, yes, go talk, talk your talk, baby. You know, do what you do. So for me, um, it, I'm, we're going to support each other at every level of our life. If she's in the hospital, I'm support. If I'm in the hospital, she's going to support. If we're up, we're going to support. If we're down, we're going to support. That's the only way we learn to make it through the hard times. It, it's not whether we making money or not making money. Who's bringing it in? It's what season are we in right now? And if you can't discern the season you're in. And the person, and now I'm going to preach, Lord have mercy. If you, if you discern the season that we're in right now, um, it's going to always leave into fussing and fighting and turmoil. And I can't find nobody. Why are you not with me? Or why not that? Because you haven't realized where am I right now in this emergency season of my life? Mm, I got a question on that. Uh, do you think the way you guys think right now, do you think marriages today are moving that way? Because... We got to keep it real, man. Marriages come with a lot of different things. People don't even get married and be on the same page no more. People don't get married and have and, and be a team. A lot of people get married these days just for the attention, uh, for the Social likes on Instagram. Pictures. People get married just for uh, the benefits they're getting from the other person. So typically when, when times get tough, in my opinion, I think that's why we see a lot of divorces because a man could be down for three months, the lady out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not even on a team. She's on her own team. So do y'all see that still today? Y'all see that working? Or is not as common as it used to be? Because I think the team thing is, is, is hard to see today. When I hear you ask the question, it almost sounds like you're saying that there's a pocket of people that are getting married based off of a business arrangement. Is that what we're saying? Because I want more likes on social media, or because I want people to get to married just to get just to say they're married. Like people, a lot of women just want to be a wife just to say they're a wife, but they're not acting like a wife. You know what? I, I if I can give this scenario, that's the equivalent to want to buy a car that you can't afford to try to get maintenance on it that you can't keep up with. Ooh, wee. they got a lot of marriages like that. Ooh. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so, so before we purchase any of our cars, I do research. Before we moved into the house we moved in, I did research. Um, and there's a thing that's called HOA. Uh, there, there's fees associated with that to drive luxury cars. And I'm using this as simple as a metaphor to drive certain type of vehicles. There's a maintenance that goes with that to get married. There's a maintenance that goes with that. Um, so if you got married based off of a picture on social media just to get married, um, there's some fees that sort of, that may cost you more than you want to pay. Yeah. Um, I got my brakes changed on my car the other day, and I just smiled at the person <laughs> as I was leaving. <laughs> um, because to me, marriage is an institution. And again, this is me. I'm, that's biblical for me. Um, again, whatever you believe, I don't know your audience. That's you all. But I'm I'm a strong biblical believer foundation of how God set forth for marriage. And I think um, there has to be some type of agreement, work at it with each other, understanding of each other, 
going through it, ups and downs. This is not something because something is down, we quit on. Uh, well, I'm done. I quit. Well, no, this isn't a football team. It's not a <laughs> a basketball team. No, this is my life partner. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I'm I'm actually a firm believer. You know, I grew up, you know, at least that's what we grew up in our household saying. If you're not useful, you're useless. Yeah. <laughs> so I never came into the understanding that useful. I get to just exist and do relationship with people uh, and not be of value to whoever I'm around. So I look at it like, yo, like if I'm around you, I want to, I want to be useful. Yeah. I want to be useful. You know what I mean? But I want to, I want to pivot because, you know, we, we talked about the gender roles. We talked about the 50, 50 thing. Right. Uh, but, but I, I want to speak to, you know, uh, the fact that we've gotten to a space to where women uh, are working more. They are more educated. Um, and, I want to know, you know, from you guys' perspective, how, where, how do you think those conversations need to be had, you know, as women are trying to be, you know, having the high levels of ambition and wanting to, to accomplish more, right? Uh, how are you guys having those conversations or how have you guys had those conversations in the past successfully where you know maybe one person is stepping up right and maybe the other person is going through a rougher patch you know from a season perspective how y'all navigate those conversations successfully because it seems like you guys have done that successfully throughout the 30 years of marriage um and not had to have conversations about divorce you know what i mean so what has that been like for you guys <laughs> I believe that this is just me. I don't want to hear one-sided where, oh, now the woman is trying to become more advanced or she's learning more. Or now she wants to earn more. I think it should be both sides. So we should sit down and have a conversation. Hey, babe, this is something I'm desiring to do going forward. Hey, babe, yeah. this is something I'm yeah. desiring to do. Going forward. You know, babe, I'm kind of burnt out in the space I'm in. I'm interested in X, Y, Z. That should be on both sides, not as if she was kept in the house and now all of a sudden she wants to go outside and this should be great. So let's see how we can navigate through that. I just think it should be on both sides. I, I actually, I, I think just me personally, I want her to do more. I want her to have more. I want her to feel every purpose that God has placed in her life. If it's entrepreneurship, if it's writing a book, if it's starting companies, if it's wanting, you know, I, I want that because this is how I view it. Again, this is just my, my opinion. I think her becoming better makes me better. Mm. So that that's again, but let me, let me also say this. I'm also talking from the filter of somebody who's walked through things and I'm on the other side of it now. Mm. There may be now addressing needs who may be in it. And you say, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs. And here's why we have coaching. Here's why we have coaching. Here's how we have mentorship. Um, because where you are in one season of your life may not be the next time you're in the next season of your life. So today, somebody may be saying, I hate it. I don't want to get married. I want this. And the next season, they're like, okay, well, you know what? I want to get married now. Or I don't want a divorce. I, I'm desiring divorce. How do we walk through these principles? So for me, I think a woman should strive to be the best she can become in every area of her life. I don't think there should be held back. But, and as a man, it's if I don't study, I'm a 
to something that's old when women couldn't vote. Now they can vote. Woe unto me if I don't change my position on women voting. First of all, it was wrong from the beginning. Now that you make yeah. it right, <laughs> now that you make it right, I need to acquiesce to that. So now that women are going, they are go-getters now, they're starting it, they're six figures, they're seven figures. Woe unto me if I try to pull them backwards to make me feel better. Pastor, what would you say to the men who struggle with that, watching their woman excel, and they may feel a sense of jealousy? Let's keep it real. Mm. What would you say to those men who struggle with that envy, that jealousy of watching a woman excel and feeling like she needs to be in her place? You better get your own no, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all, please don't, don't, please don't, please don't take it that way. Don't say it that way. Um, <laughs> honestly, nah. I think that was real, right there. Yeah, yeah. That that came from the that came from the gut, right there. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, honestly, I would tell a, a guy that's intimidated. Um, he he first needs to admit that he is intimidated and he's insecure. Mm. Um, that's the first thing. That's the first thing dealing with any deliverance. You have to first admit, this is where I am. And this is why I'm jealous. I feel she's doing more than me. She's where I wanted to be. She's where I desire to be. And then he has to be sensitive enough to be coached, to be to deal with a psychiatrist to say, hey, listen, how do I get or how do I become better at her being better? Mm. That's good. How, Pastor Don, we got we got we got it. We got to keep it real now. A lot of men got some egos now. What's their the ego and their pride? You know that that's kind of hard. You know so what, I, what you say all, to them, fellas. So here's what I'll say. First of all, your ego is not going to be popped in her being successful. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to go back in your history and figure out what what birthed your ego and address it there. Oh, because if if a woman being successful bothers you what notion or what what definition did you have of marriage because we we do we got a huge ego we have a fragile one but now and i'll also say this now this i'm, I'm telling you i'm gonna get in trouble right here i'm telling you i'm gonna get in trouble right here. sometimes it's worth it sometimes it's worth the same the same ego that a grown man has a mother of a son created it Oh, my God. <laughs> so don't raise the son that you don't want to marry. We, we have a big ego. Sometimes mama say, oh, that's my baby. He's so great. And I'm not saying don't tell him he's not great. But oftentimes we got to be real with these kids in this day and time. Hey, listen, man. Hey, no, you're going to get your butt up. You're going to do this. You're not going to be lazy. Listen, mama's this, daddy's this. Let's have open conversations growing up. But now when I'm older, and I'm telling the truth, this is me. When I grew up, when I got older, I had a big ego. It was like, yo, no, you can't do this. I'm this. I'm that. All of a sudden, God was like, all right, boy, sit your butt down. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. And I had to hit rock bottom, like rock bottom to realize, okay, this woman is really helping me. What's wrong with me? And it was my ego. <laughs> mm, wow. I, I, got a, I got a question for Miss Phaedra. Uh oh. What would you say to the ladies that's taking care of these men that's just shacking up at their crib, their apartment? You know, they didn't, but the only thing they brought over was their clothes on their back in a game like a PS5 or Xbox. Listen. So they staying in the crib, playing the game all day, ain't working. They take her car, bring her to work, go back home, make a few stops before they get home. They make, you know, 
They go to the store, go to another chick house. Then they go home, play the game again. So what do you tell those ladies that's dating these, we call them hobosexuals? What's your thoughts about that? That's real big. Too. That, that, that's, that's real big. You know? Oh, my God. So we need to wake it up. We got to wake it up. What's your thoughts about that, Miss Paige? Maybe that's the relationship that she desired. Because remember, at the beginning, we were doing our research. Oh. Mm. Mm. And so that's the fish that she wanted. And mm. if she doesn't want that fish, then she'll throw that fish back and go out with some different bait and catch another fish. Mm. Leading with accountability. Now, now, do you think that's healthy for that lady or that's more damaging over time? For her to pick up that type of guy? Yeah. I would want to take a step back and figure out what caused her to choose that type of guy in the beginning. What did she see growing up? What was okay? There are things I saw growing up and I said, okay, I like this about life. Oh, but I'm not choosing that. So what caused her to choose or be okay with that type of guy would be my question from the beginning, because now we're in it and we're trying to fix it in a sense while we're in it. But I just want to take a step back to the beginning. What's the mindset that caused you to look at him to ask certain questions, to get the answers that you received and still said, okay, this is okay. I, mm. I, I, I want to say something. And again, only because I'm reading the comments and I, some of my, I, try not and, read and I, I read because I'm like, I like it. I come in section and give me talking. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I guess I'm that type of guy. I don't mind, you know, somebody disagreeing with me. That's life. You know, people yeah. are, it's a great yeah. conversation. Yeah, I love listen, me. Oh, I love it. To me, it's enticing to know how people think, whether they agree with me or don't agree with me. I just because everybody has the right to how they you know see things, how they view things. You know, that's that's your opinion. Um, because the same way she just addressed it, I forgot what you just called it about how they take care of a man and uh, hobosexual. Hobosexual. Oh my god, I didn't that's, call it that. that. I'm sorry, you didn't no, call no, it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you got it. <laughs> I did, my bad, my bad. <laughs> So I also want to flip the script and say, don't make it gender-based. And I'm, I'm tied to somebody's comments just now, is that it's also a, a male's responsibility um, to make sure we are providing in areas that may not be financial, that helps the relationship. So mm. if, if now, if she's doing what she's doing, first of all, she need to make sure that she's not suffering from motherism too. You just want son and a sex, and then I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, mm. Oh Lord Jesus! I think that'd be the problem, man. It, they'd be addicted to the sex, man. I think that that's what it is. And and the other thing is this: is I read something kind of tied on what you're saying about they said the absence of black men um, in families and relationships. So I see that twofold. First of all, my father was with me every day of my life. My father and my mother were married until his death. <laughs> so. Uh, that's always been in my house. So I don't know what the absentee father looked like. However, I do know and have dealt with it before. I think that's twofold. I think that's making sure men take accountability for their kids to help a mother. And again, I'm talking about the mother that raised the son to help him do this. And I also tell every woman, make sure you don't use your child as a switch because he may be a horrible husband, but a great father. So that that see all of that ties to relationships. So now you got different baby mamas, different baby daddies, 
and all that views of how you see things, all that takes, that takes a toll on us. It can be toxic in life. It's how do we grow up? Um, what, what are we willing to deal with? And I could go on and on about that. You know what? I want to put a spin on it. So your question originally was speaking to the woman that's accepting of the man that lays around and plays video games and eats bonbons while she's at work. Correct. I want to ask what it is it in the man's mindset that makes him feel okay with laying around playing a video game and eating bonbons while she's out working? That's a great question. That's the question I couldn't answer. It never been me. Sometimes we put it on the women's side, but where is it? I just want to speak to the men's side, since you guys are men, that says, okay, I'm just going to sit here and chill and play this video game until she come back and then continue. You know, yeah, go ahead. I I would say this. I would say this. I, I, I do think there are men who, to a certain degree, have checked out. I think a lot, you know, some men check out. Um, they don't want to be held accountable. You know, it's a reason why we have the people who sleep on the side of the streets. I mean, it's, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. Some people check out on responsibility. And I, I think that is just where those men are. I would say uh, it also could stem from the way that person was raised. They never was told to do things and never was taught to do things so everything was taken care of for them mm. so i typically see that a lot because i was an athlete so i typically see that with good athletes everything was easy in middle school high school yeah. everybody glorified them everybody everybody took care of them especially when they get to college they don't have to worry about nothing Fact. you know their grades is taken care of their food taken care of their houses taken care of people buy their cars people buy their clothes so typically when they get in the real world they don't know what to do that's a fact. Because they was never hold, held accountable for, for doing anything besides playing a sport. Uh, but I think that's the reason is because they never was taught either in the household from a father figure from anybody how to go out and actually do something, how to work, how to use a hand tool, how to actually build something, things like that. I think that's the issues that some men struggle with uh, because of lack of father figure or things like that. Our leadership growing up. No, I think that's good. The yeah. one word, the one word he used was accountability, mm-hmm. and the one word I think you're using is sometimes a sense of entitlement, as though you're owed this. And I think yeah, I think they, they feel like they the prize. Yeah, they, like, they thirty five. Because I'm because I'm here. I, I yeah. I'm here. It's like no, man, you that's wrong. this too. When it comes to communities. Let's just say someone didn't have a proper upbringing or the same type of upbringing. I don't want to judge anybody's upbringing. Everybody's upbringing is different. I will say this, though. It's, I think it would be great if you get in a community with other men that hold you accountable. True. Like, hey, man, why, why, why you did that? Why do you talk to her like that? Why don't you do this? I think that's extremely important, uh, getting around other men. And you know this same for playing sports. You hold each other accountable. Hey man, I'm depending on you to be in this spot. Yeah. Oh man, why aren't you doing this? I, and I think that is critical um, to the success of relationships, marriages, uh, business partners, holding each other accountable, not just husband, wife, but communities of men holding each other, community of women holding each other responsible. Absolutely. No, you can't do that because you married. No, you can't do No, we're not doing that. And it's for the betterment of our own lifestyle. Yeah. 
Somebody that mm. holds you to work, men need to hold each other accountable. I like that you brought up that accountability piece. Who you think struggle more with accountability? Is it women or men? Men. Huh? You sure? Men. <laughs> you didn't expect him to say that, huh? hundred <laughs> percent no. I ain't expect that. So men. how could how could individuals work on better accepting accountability? Because I think you know, both parties struggle with in relationships, life, and business. How could we do better with accepting accountability? I, I think it has to be either taught or retaught. Mm. When I say taught, I mean how we talked about, you know, teaching our kids, you know, get up, make your bed, you know, clean your room, you know, wash that bathtub out. I mean, and so God, this is the God honest truth. I'm gonna give y'all a real life into our life. So we have somebody, we have a company. She doesn't want you to get ready to say. So we have a company that will come clean the house. Literally, they'll clean upstairs, downstairs. She refused to let them clean our son's room. <laughs> She's like, no, do not. She's like, don't do any of that. Don't do any of that. And we would make them do it, not make them, no, you to do it. And it was to teach them accountability. On, on how to live life. But now when you're older, let's say if that's not there, there has to be some level of accountability, whether it's on your job, friends, to men. Most of the time, we're not most accountable women. Women, only because I've seen it. Women learn at a young age, oh, this is a baby. You're pushing the baby, so they're learning accountability. Oh, okay, let me help, let me do this, let me do that. And I, I hate to say that, but if we were more lax of days, oh, you got it. So when accountability comes, it's like, ah, uh, and then it's the world against us. It's me against the world. The world don't like me. And that's fine. The world is against you, but that don't mean you have to be a failure because the world is against you. <laughs> gotcha. So you're saying that the women are more uh, accountable when it comes to, I guess, just general life skills and general, uh, you know, uh, I guess just doing life. Is that, is that, is that from yeah. the, the vantage point? You're gonna... when, I, when you ask that, I was thinking general, I'm thinking life decisions um this is probably a horrible illustration insurance costs more for a young man than it does for a young woman mm. until you're 25 most insurance car insurance costs more why is that risky because listen we talked earlier the numbers numbers don't lie right. numbers don't lie if we made bad decisions and i'm talking to me i'm a male we made bad decisions up until we get to a certain age, that's from something that, <laughs> and I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying my answer is absolutely right. I'm just saying from my vision, from what I've seen over these last decades. Um, but, and again, it's not a wrong thing. I think as long as you're teachable, as long as you're moldable, um, everyone's life can change for the better. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, I can hear. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's another piece of this conversation where we talked about financial abuse uh, in the past, but I I, I want to kind of uh, bring this up, but I want to I want I want to start with this though, Miss Phaedra. Have you ever been in a situation with a man where your success or your light was you felt your you? you felt you needed to dim your light in order to appease a man's ego 
Um, has that, have you ever been in that situation and how did you overcome that situation before we even move into this financial abuse thing? I want to, I want to kind of tackle this piece. So we're definitely going to speak to before marriage. So yes, I have been in that situation before. And the answer was I left. Mm. How, how long did it take you to leave though? Not long. How did you recognize yeah, did, What were some yeah, of the things yeah. that you saw that was like, oh, wait a minute, this was the sign. Yeah, this so ain't good. For me, uh, someone's calling or someone's speaking to me and they didn't speak to you. It's a big deal because they didn't acknowledge you or someone say, oh, yeah, he's Pedro. And they didn't do the same thing for you. And so now you're sad about it or you're complaining later. They always recognizing you. All those little things, red flags for me. Or let's say. I got a good grade in school and you didn't celebrate my good grade because nobody celebrated your grade. That's a problem. Or maybe I'm always invited to whatever the hit things are and you're not. And so you're complaining about that on the side. They always inviting you. Those little things says to me that if you're not on top and I am, there's going to be an issue. And I'm wow. not going to stop grinding, driving, going for building, hustling, whatever term you want to use. I'm not going to stop that because you're not moving and driving in your lane as well because so i know always will the recognition be on you i know that we you know we have a lot of powerful women here um you know that's a part of our community uh, a lot of us are entrepreneurs men male and female and i know that that's that's a struggle that a lot of women are dealing with, like in real life, they're really dealing with the fact that they're feeling the need uh, to dim themselves or to, you know, to slow down, to appease some man's ego. I want to know, number one, how you feel about that. And then I want to get Pastor Dunn to kind of speak on that. And then we'll, we'll go into the financial abuse situation after that. Do I believe that that is a truth for some? I do believe that. However, I would challenge those women to get into a different room. Mm. If I am making a half a million, I don't want to, please don't take offense to this. And I'm searching to be in a relationship. I don't want to necessarily be in a room where the max, the cap is 250,000. Because I'm already ahead of where he is. And if I've experienced issues with that in the past, where there's going to be a battle and I'm going to have to pull back so that he can catch up, then maybe I want to be in the room where the cap is a million and then there's a better chance of me connecting with someone that's a little bit ahead of me or that has the same aspiration to get to a million because the 250 is trying to get to where I already am versus me being in the room with others that are trying to grow to the next benchmark. That's just my suggestion. Pastor, what's your thoughts on this? So I'm, I'm agreeing with her. But I'm also add, like she said earlier, I'm gonna add another perspective to it. And I mean this with all my heart. Woman, don't you ever dim your light except for potential. If you think he has the potential to move into that millionaire room, but right now he had a hundred thousand dollars, make him feel like he can be in that millionaire room. <laughs> oh, Make talk, tell him to hey, babe, this where you are. Hey, big life. I'm gonna do this, but I'm speaking life to you. This is what you do, and I'll say the same thing, vice versa. I don't think that's just a gender portion, but I'm just flipping the script. You this, so you're really not dimming your light to the sense of because of his insecurity, 
every now and then, I don't care who you are, male or female, you need a push in your life. You need somebody to help push you to the next level. And that would be the only reason I would even, even think of telling a woman to dim your greatness. Yeah, I, oh God, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because if you pull yourself backwards and get stuck where you shouldn't be, it'll birth frustration in your life. I like that. I like that. So let's get to this financial abuse, man. Yes, indeed. So for the people that don't know, financial abuse is when male or female has control over the finances. They have control of the resources, which you need or that you want. Let's just say you want to go to a store or something. You got to ask for $20, $30 to go to the store to get some. So that's financial abuse. So what's your thoughts on financial abuse in relationships and marriage? Y'all think that's a thing? Yeah, it's not a thing? Or, or what, what's your thoughts on that? I'm sure it is a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, my God, it's a thing. It's <laughs> a huge thing. <laughs> if we go back to the beginning, once again, and we lay down the ground at the beginning of the game, before we sit down to play Uno, <laughs> we sit, before we sit down to play Spades, what's the big joke or what's the little At the beginning, if we sit down and come to some like-minded terms, that would eliminate a whole lot of the issues that we're facing weeks, months, years down the line. So how think, how can oh go ahead, Pastor? I, I think abuse takes a large stroke. Are you keeping the money? Are you hoarding the money? Are you not allowing them access to the money? So it man is so much tied to that. Are you insecure to not let them know? What are you hiding? What do you so all of that? Um, takes a role when it comes to being abused. First of all, to be abusive with anything is wrong. And anything. Financial is the one that we just kind of that you kind of brought up. But man, that's 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 a place that you have, especially if you're already married, that's a place you have to be nurtured out of. Hey, how do we get out of this? And to realize this is what's happening in our life. So when once you identify financial abuse, you know, you guys being marriage coaches and counselors what is that first step to 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 uh targeting that like speaking up about it and what is that first step to like start to build out of that phase because i'm sure people struggle with that but sometimes you know whoever that person is male or female they may be scared to say something they may be nervous to say something so how does someone bring that up and how do they build from that well, I, for us, any, the first thing we do with anything is explore history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it does no good to talk about a present problem if you don't know the result of the present problem. And that's the problem with some people. Now you're just cutting over weeds and you're not pulling something up from the root. Absolutely. So let's let's find out what the root of it is. And maybe as we explore the history of a thought, a behavior, maybe in that the person can find out, okay, this is what's happening in my life. This is what I'm doing. Um, to whether it's taught, whether you learned it, um, because that behavior is not acceptable. And generally, when you confront a person, just generally, you, the person generally doesn't accept the behavior when you confront them with their friends. But if you, as you start researching history, how you see things, um, the filter of how they view them, uh, and, and they're allowed to explore that with you, uh, generally you come to a conclusion of, hey, you know what, I was wrong in doing this. And, and generally, people talk from out of their own opinion. And you make statements like, okay, this is right, this is wrong. And uh, you leave no space 
for you could be wrong. <laughs> I know Fact. we want a quick fix answer, but there sometimes there are quick fix answers because it took time to get to where you are. So we do have to work through the process to really come to a new resolution on what the next steps will be. But it's not, oh, go tell him. And if you tell him, things are going to change. It doesn't always work that way. I've learned this also. Most people listen with their mind already made up right. to come back with their own opinionated answer. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, That's all bad. Wrong. Well, you know, That's <laughs> so bad. I can only, it's like me coming to you guys telling, I've done a few building projects, but I haven't done as you guys. It's like me coming to tell you, no, that's the wrong house. That's the wrong neighbor. That's wrong. And you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> they all take a lot of people that do that. <laughs> Shout out to Ruby with the super chat. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, you know, it's according, according to economic, I mean, to uh, some of the data on this financial abuse, it says between 94 and 99 percent of domestic violence survivors have also experienced economic abuse between 21 and 60 percent of victims of intimate partner violence lost their jobs due to reasons uh, stemming from some level of abuse. Um, you know, you have some of these situations where people are literally not allowing folk to work. Um, uh, if they're getting ready to go to school, they, they hating on them going to school, telling them that they, they don't need to go to school. Uh, it also says that financial abuse occurs in 98% of abusive relationships and is the number one reason for victims. Uh, uh, the number one reasons victims stay in or return to abusive relationships, yet 78% of Americans don't recognize financial abuse as domestic violence. Wow. No, that's domestic violence. Oh, that's that is that's it's, violent. It's domestic it's and the, violence. <laughs> yeah, because it's a lot of people in the chat saying, Well, why don't she just leave? But at the end it's, of the day, yeah. if you're in a financial abusive situation, yeah. you, you can't leave. You can't leave. You ain't got you no money. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's when people just say leave, leave, leave. They're speaking from the filters of their own eyes. Yeah, it's that um, simple when you're not in that situation. Yeah, without knowing the history of anyway. It's like me standing telling somebody, say, oh, girl, just leave. I don't, he could be crazy. He could be, or I, I have no idea. So without exploring history, we try not to make sound decisions because most people will listen to the decision you make because they say, okay, you coach us to do it. No, no, I want to coach you through it. Let's let's figure out how do we do this. And at the same time, you talking about being abusive, we saying, well, just leave. No, 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 no. Let's figure this thing out. So there's different ways you can do things to attempt to get help. And there's sometimes, I got to say it this way, there's some people that don't want help because they think they're right. And they are absolutely wrong. They're wrong in their abuse. They're wrong in their insecurities. But some people don't want, it's, it's like telling somebody they need help, but they convince that they're right. Wow. That's typically, uh, yeah, that's typically a... Uh, uh... Uh, issues. Shout out to CR with that super chat as well. Go you, ahead, uh, Pastor. You think, you think you're right. You think you're doing this thing right. You think, and 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 the truth be told, it could be something from you know your, your childhood. You feel like as though you know I got to be the man of the house. Let ooh, let me hear me roar. No, I told my wife this. This happened to me about 20 years ago, and and God told me this. He said, anytime you got to announce you the man of the house, you're not the man of the house. No. Your speck is gone. It's, it's, it's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. 
And once that's gone, I, I start doing things to try to make sure I'm show you the man. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. So I'm so I'm gonna show you. And man, it, see now you're talking about psychological disposition of people, cognitive behaviors, and those aren't things that you just get online or you just say, okay, let's fix this overnight. Right. Those are patterns of behavior that have been going on for years. That's going to take a deep dive to get rid of. So you just say financial abuse, or just like you said, somebody said, we well, just leave. Well, no, you. There's so much tied to that. Yeah. You don't know about kids' situation. You don't know about any of that stuff. Um, so we try to be real careful when we say when we talk about abuse and, and things like that, that you just kind of, hey, let's see if we can dive into the history. Let's see if we can put him in a community of men that says, hey, you know what? And sometimes, please forgive me for talking long. Um, sometimes we don't know better until we get around people that's doing better. Absolutely. Mm, mm. I love it. I want to, you know, I want to segue this conversation because we recently heard in the news recently, and this is, you know, trigger alert. Uh, for anybody who um, may be triggered by this news. But, you know, we recently heard about P. Diddy and Cassie. And uh, some people would equate that to some level of financial. There's a whole bunch of abuse. <laughs> yeah. Financial. <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day, they say that financial abuse is a precursor for domestic, domestic yeah. abuse. Right. Uh, and so so I, I want to know, you know, from your perspective, because I know that you guys coach a lot of couples, what would you be counseling somebody like a Cassie or even a P. Diddy in a situation where, you know, it's a huge power uh, uh, discrepancy. Right. And the woman is is from a financial standpoint is they're on two different, completely two different scales. And the man is using his financial superiority to either domestically abuse the woman or have this woman in situations that she may not even feel comfortable in. How would you even speak to that? If you knew that this was going on, cause I'm pretty sure y'all are pastors, y'all pastor people who are, are, are sick, people who are well, people who are in toxic situations. What, what would your, stance be on something like this if you were ident to identify this type of situation in the church or or one of your mentees or or whatever that may be what what would your conversation be like in that scenario well i'll i'll speak to um what you're talking about with uh with Diddy and else um like a lawyer i don't know all the facts in the case when it comes to that however what i would do is this and i don't care if it's Diddy, I don't care if it's Don, I don't care if it's Joe, I don't care if it's Jim, it doesn't matter. My my target goal is always the individual. Mindset of the individual. Because so whether it's financial abuse, whether it's abuse, there's something that's taken, there's a trigger that's in this person's mind to make them think that they have to keep somebody subservient to them. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter who it is. And the trigger or trauma that's not transformed will be transferred. So I honestly will address the man himself, the man, whoever, hey man, let I need to talk to the man because it, whether you're, I, and I believe this, money only makes you more of what you already are. So whether you're a multimillionaire, whether you're making $100,000 or making $5,000, you're gonna just become more of that the more money you get. So if we don't heal the man, or we don't talk to the man or the woman, 
oh man, we we you got a whole nother problem. Yeah, so so it's for me, it's it's the the, the thinking. Everything is about thinking. I don't care who you are. Everything is about as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Everything you guys coach people. If you get them to think different, they believe different. If they believe different, they do different. Mm -hmm. So you have to deal with the psychological, the thinking part of anybody. That's just from my observation for me. Agreed. I love that. I love that, man. If y'all enjoyed today's content, man, make sure y'all like and share the video, man. I think they're dropping a whole bunch of heat. I want to hear what Miss Phaser got to say about that. You know, what, what what would you, you know, what would you do in that if you coaching that woman or coaching that man in that same scenario? I know it's like saying ditto, but I totally agree. It's the mindset, and that's where we have to start. The mindset. We can't we can't move any further until we start with how you're thinking. Why you're thinking that way? What caused you to think? What happened in the past? What happened in the recent past? It's the mindset. And that see, and we, and we we keep saying, I guess, because we've studied this for so long, we know that that's the starting point. I don't know that the flowers you got, the fruit you eat, the vegetables, it all starts from the ground. There's a seed that's planted. So it's like, okay, how do we deal with that? If, if we don't, if we don't deal with the thinking of a man, or, or that don't mean male as a male. If we don't deal with how we think, we're going to always conform to our own natural behavior and think it's right. No, your behavior is wrong, but let's figure out why you do it. And we always judge people based upon what they do, which is fine, instead of trying to figure out why do they do what they do. And stealing is wrong. Stealing is wrong. I don't care who it is. Stealing is wrong. But if a father is in a grocery store taking some groceries because he's trying to feed his kids, I'm gonna have more leniency, even though he's still wrong. I know why he's doing it. So now I can say, okay, you know what? I can help him because all he needs is a job. All he needs to do this. So you, we just we just have to deal with how people think. That I'm if I can tell anybody, you know it, we know it. It's how if you can deal with how people think, you can help. <laughs> Absolutely. So is this a situation where it would be a confrontation, right? Or would it be more of a a conversation? Like, what would that be like? You know, like, would she? Would you tell her that she needs to leave? Would you tell him, or would you just kind of let that thing play out? I gotta know all. The, I gotta know all the facts. Right. Yeah, I gotta know yeah. All the facts. I gotta know all the facts. I gotta know is there danger involved? I gotta know, you know, is has, is there past? Is it you? So I, I and but she can have this conversation as well um we we don't really deal with knee-jerking decisions mm -hmm. yeah we don't if i see a post or if i see something read in the news or something come across my ticker or something come across i don't really respond immediately um because i know there's more to it i always know there's more to it it's like somebody judging you guys not knowing the totality of who you are i i i don't know anybody who likes to be judged without first being researched. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And I'm not going to give advice to a situation that I'm not privy to the information of. So if you and your wife, for example, sit down and talk with us, or if your wife sits down and talk with me, then I have more intimate information. But something that I read on social media that's in the news, I'm not going to speak to that because I don't know the specifics that were told to me directly from that individual so that I can better assess the situation and give wisdom to it. And let me bring clarity. We're only talking about financial abuse, right? Financial. 
Financial. Financial. Financial. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we talking physical. I'm like, no, you need to call the police, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, we need to speak on it because a lot of people dealing with physical abuse, just all type of abuse. What yeah. what should they do? Because let's just say the lady want to get out of the situation, I'm, but I'm the wrong person she's scared. I'm the wrong person to give advice for physical abuse. There are <laughs> domestic hotlines that can be called anonymously. There are different centers that you're able to go to as well to get help. We can't we can't always say, oh, you should just pack your bag and leave if that's Yeah, it don't work like that. <laughs> right. So I don't ever want to speak to that in that manner. I just want to say there are anonymous lines that can be called. You can call in private. You can call from work. There are centers that you can stop by. and They'll be more than happy to help you in that manner. You know, what I what I appreciate what y'all said was um, is that y'all want all of the specifics. And, and, I, and, and I can tell just based off of that coming, not to just jump out, you know, jump off the bridge uh, with a full endorsement. But I could tell that you guys are good because, you know, a lot of times, you know, just keeping it real when that woman does seek counsel. You know, we was just watching this with uh, the whole Tyrese and. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of times when you know you go into your single, them single ladies, wrong counsel. Yeah, to get to get counsel, the first thing they telling you is, "Girl, you need to pack up and leave." You understand what I'm saying? Or, 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 or you got something? They even bring up none of the good stuff you ever did. Good stuff you ever did, and just leave. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? And that's usually the knee jerk, and the the fact that you guys are are saying, you know what? Now wait, we're not gonna we're not gonna just make no knee jerk. Uh, decision. We're going to listen to all of the facts and get down to the bottom of the thinking. Yeah. Right? Because that's the core. Is that is that is that something intentional? Is that something you've learned over experience? How do y'all get to that conclusion um, to, to look at it from that perspective instead of just, you know, because I'm pretty sure y'all are heard. Most women, when they go to other women, especially if they got their single friends, single friends, are probably hating on their relationship anyway. Yeah. Probably been hating on their relationship. They want you to come join them in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Streets so, is hot. What how did y'all get to that space of thinking? Um <laughs> through um trials, tribulation, wisdom, reading, knowledge, um, research, schooling, education. Um, so all of that. A lot of our coaching advice, how we give it. Is not based off of a gender. It's based off of the situation. So there's no bias. There's a, okay, let's explore the information. Let's look at the research. Let's figure out where we are. Let's figure out if there's the potential of more. But I think most of the time, most of us, and I don't want to seem like I'm generalizing because it's easy to generalize. Um, it's, it's easy to say, get out. Um, because you don't have all the facts. Yeah. It's easy to say, girl, if that was me, man, if that was me, I would do this. I can't you let her, oh man, you so it's it's easy to do that because you're only operating from maybe five percent of the story that I told you. <laughs> or it's almost like watching Instagram and watch somebody post and they story say, Oh, life is so good because they showed you a filtered clip of something that was edited without doing research to really, really know what it is that's going on. And to me, and well, I know to me, and she stated it before too, every one of our approaches with relationship with people, every one of them is different. Right. Every one of them is different. I don't care who you are. I don't care. We should not talk about your finances. Um, like she just stated when it comes to abuse, 
every one of them is different. So we have to be sensitive to everyone. It's like a doctor assuming that he can do every surgery the same way without doing some type of research first. He may be an expert at it, but he may have to take another way of doing this surgery. So we just try not to just, like you said, make knee-jerking decisions without um, thinking first. I love that. I love that. I, I believe that's a qualified answer. That's a good answer because some people give advice not knowing the facts. So I'm happy y'all y'all like to know the facts of what's going on. So make sure y'all check out that hotline if you ever like experienced some domestic violence. Oh, go ahead. And some people just like being petty. They like to stir yeah, up. Yeah, right. you see it. And you, and, but you have to deal with that. Some people just like it. So you just got to learn how do you navigate through that um, when it comes to life, when it comes to everyday living. And that's 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 the way of life. Correct. And, and they say misery loves company. So a lot of people like to bring you to meet the party at the end. So make sure y'all check out that number, uh, domestic, domestic violence hotline, 800-799-7233. Uh, if you're experiencing any type of domestic violence. So with that, um, so let's talk about how we can keep these families together. So typically when families or couples have these huge issues, how do they come together and resolve the issues that they have um, cause I know y'all mentioned earlier, hang around couples that's healthy, successful. How does people do that? Like, cause I know a lot of people, they get married, they have issues. They, they never really attack the issues that they have in. Uh, we don't see counseling. I know a lot of black people don't see counseling. So how does somebody take that first step? You have a lot of issues. You fuss and you fight and you can't get that love back to where it used to be. What is that first step they need to take? to get their relationship back on track. What's your thoughts on that? So this is definitely another analogy, but I believe regular maintenance is key. Mm -hmm. And, and what's considered maintenance in a marriage, if you don't mind. Right. So maintenance in a marriage is I, if I believe we need help, whether he wants it or not, I'm going to reach out and get help. Mm -hmm. I can't keep riding down the road and I hear this rattling sound under the engine. We're not getting along. We're disagreeing. We're debating, whatever that may be. Even if he does not want to find help for us, if I find help for us coaching and he doesn't want to go, then I need to go to make me better. Because even if one person is working on becoming better, it makes the whole space better. Let's say I can't financially afford to go to coaching. There are so many free flat platforms on social media where I can look and get content and watch videos or read a post and something's gonna speak to what might be going on in my life currently. And then if I make a few tweaks, adjustments, because then once again, my mind has to be in a position to want to change. I can't say it's going to be him. When he changes, then I'll change. If he did this, then it'll be better. Somebody has to say, we need maintenance. Let's reach out and get help. And don't wait until both parties are ready to get the help. I think that's, I think that's great advice. And I'll also add to that, um, highlight more of what she said. You generally will become more successful if you get around people that are modeling the success you want. Absolutely. Um, woe unto me if my relationship with you guys, there's something I desire to do, real estate or anything, that I'll have a conversation with you. Or that I'll say, here's where I am, I want to do this. And I think we do that for everything but relationships. If you, if man, I've seen master classes. I've been a part of master classes. There's so many of them that's out there that I want to do real estate. I want to do business. I want to do better. But I don't see as many when it comes to relationships. 
So we're chasing the bag, which is fine. I mean, which is absolutely fine. Go get it. But don't leave relationship status behind while you're chasing that that bag. So you want that modeled in front of you. And I'll also say this to successful people that marriage that's out there. I would honestly say, say something about it. Tell people that you're successful. Tell let everybody know, hey, man, my marriage is going great. So it, it, it fights against the, the divorce rate. So if everybody say all marriages fail it. No, they're not. No, all marriages aren't failing. I just think the one of successful probably just need to speak up a little more. Well, I could tell you this. I could definitely tell you this. Um, I know for my wife, you know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. She is very leery about speaking about the good in our relationship. Why? Why do you think that is? Well, I mean, she feels like it, it, you know, number one, it's she don't want women to pursue me. Yeah. You know, because the good or the good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> she don't want that. And then number two, number two is a lot of just keeping it real. You know, some of her good friends don't have the same experience. Don't, don't have the same experience. They mm. don't have they don't have it. So it will create tension instead of uh, support support. Cause they want to feel what she's feeling. Yeah. So a lot of women that got good relationships, let keep it. They hold it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that good relationship on the low. <laughs> so what would you say to those folk, Pastor and and and, and Frederick? I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah. No, it's real. No, it's real. <laughs> the mindset of the world has to be changed. If you take the model, each one reach one, even if your positive home That's environment is mm -hmm. only modeled in front of one other couple, that gives one other couple hope. It doesn't have to be posted on social media, but that gives one other couple hope that marriages can work. And then if they begin to apply the healthy relationship skills, they see you all applying, and they go model that to one other couple, and so on and so on and so on. It doesn't always have to be aired on social media, but whenever we find a good restaurant and the food is good, we tend to go tell somebody, even if it's only one person. So I would just encourage those that are currently living in healthy environments to at least share that with one other person, each one reach one, so that things can change. That's good. I, I was thinking while you were talking and, um, I probably, if I were you, I probably would tell my wife if hmm, sometimes being the pioneer is uncomfortable. True. Sometimes if being the person that other people has to see is uncomfortable. So I'm not telling your wife, which y'all great relationship to share it with everybody, but maybe like my wife just said, if you take the one or two and maybe y'all go out, you know, do couples dating. You know, you're the one that opened the door. You're the one that does it. Maybe if that habit we picked up about a husband and said, oh, maybe I'll do it too. Now, that's that's a chance. Now, there's a chance that they may not like it either. But if the objective is to teach it, if the objective is to say, okay, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to teach. Um, then I will probably say just bring them closer. Now, if your wife doesn't want to be a teacher, <laughs> she say, no, that's not what I want to do. I, I wouldn't force it on her yeah. because she has validity in her thoughts. 
Um, I think what she's thinking is true, but just if she said, okay, babe, let's be the example. Let's be the great marriage that people need to see. It comes with being talked about. Trust me. I believe me. We, this 30 years, man, I promise you, we've been through all who they think they are. I came in. It's, we're still here. (laughs) I like what y'all saying, man. Y'all saying some amazing things, especially when y'all says uh, maintenance on the marriage. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. I think, uh, especially black people, we don't do that enough. I know I just I just got married. I just made a year. And I remember reaching out to you, Pastor Don, January, yeah. the same yeah. month I got married. <laughs> I reached out because I'm like, I want to keep the maintenance up. I want to do marriage counseling on it because I want to make sure I focus as much as I focus on my business on my marriage. So you have to pour money into your marriage as, as you pour money in your business. Because a lot of people get education, mentorship. Uh, they go to courses, they go to events for their business, but yeah. they don't do none of that when it comes to marriage. And they try to figure out why their marriage is failing is because you fell into support your marriage. You, fe- you fell into put fine uh to put money into your marriage, but you doing all that with your business. So you spend, uh, you spend could you speak on that? On, you spend more money on your wedding than you do your marriage. Ooh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You 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 spend ten, twenty thousand dollars, forty, fifty thousand dollars on a wedding. I gotta get the dress, I gotta get the cake, hundred dollars. Uh, well, that's crazy, bro. If you when you really think about it, <laughs> yeah, I do. I got wow. I gotta buy this, I gotta do that. And then when the marriage comes, you say, Okay, just work. You, mm. you haven't invested anything. And most people that give advice that think they know haven't invested anything. So that's why I, I love listening to opinion of people, but most people, you haven't invested in anything. So until you put as much money as I put into it, until you put as much money as she's put into it, then we can have a conversation. But then you're like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's not going to work. My question is, how much money did you put into it? What, what type of course did you take? Who who, who coached you? Who modeled? What, what's modeled in front of you? Well, he, he won't change. Well, what environment did you put him in? What environment is she in? To say, okay, that conducive to change. That's but the only way you can change is in an environment. <laughs> what environment? Are you, who are you around? You're talking about ego thinkers. You're talking about financial gurus that we know that you know. You put you put people in circles, and you know all the courses and the classes that we've been through. That you put people in a circle that are like minded that want to be successful. You put your money into it. You pay ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand um, dollars to make sure you're successful. Somebody asked us one day, they say, uh, matter of fact, we was doing Anthony O'Neill's show. And they asked us one day, why do you charge so much? I said, let me tell you something. It don't matter what we charge. It's going to be cheaper than a divorce. Absolutely. Wow. That's a fact. Because if you got it's some gonna, money, you definitely going to lose some bread in a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> not only going to use that, you're going to deal with the trauma. Yeah. You're going to have all this. So if we can get ahead of it. Children's abuse. The children, Everything. I mean, yeah, the, the, all, all your business is going to suffer because you're dealing with stuff with your wife. So we, so we do preventative measures. We say, okay, before we do this, most people go to therapy when the trauma already happens. Mm. But instead of saying, okay, you plan, I've never, me personally, it may have happened. I've never seen somebody, I've never seen anybody get the cake, the dress, the bridesmaid, the best man, all in one day, right on the same time, pay for everything right then and there. No, you plan for it. You go test your cake. You go try to dress on. There's things that you do. But in marriage, it's like, okay, no, get better. What? Get better? What by are we tomorrow, doing? Too. By tomorrow. I need you to change by the time I wake up in the morning. You didn't even change by the time you woke up in the morning. 
Wow, I ain't gonna lie, I used to think like that. <laughs> no. Notice what you just said. You used to think like that. I used to think but like that. Why do no. people but think that people that think different? Well, Pastor, why and I want to get both of y'all's take on this. Why do people think that relationship is just supposed to be easy work? Yeah. And, f- and, and, and flow naturally yeah. and all of these, like, you know what I mean? Like, where does that mindset come from? Why do most people believe that if it ain't just a natural flow it ain't it it ain't it yeah. and they take the work out of it they take the, the the time investment right that 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 it takes to maintain the financial investment it takes to maintain why do people take that piece out of it would you say shout out to zero tolerance on the super chat appreciate absolutely it. <laughs> Man, it's that's a, oh, there's so many answers to that. Oh, we like we can't wait to hear. Yeah, oh, it's, so it's um, you it it could be lazy. It could be um, you just think you're entitled to change. You you can think um, it's supposed to be this way. You can think, ah, oh, man, the psyche of people is so broad. Uh, it just it's supposed to be this way because this this way marriage is supposed to be. You sometimes you can get married and think, okay, this is supposed to be like my parents were. Uh, it mm. worked for my mom and my daddy, so it's gonna work the same for mine. No, you didn't marry your mama, you didn't marry your daddy. So you, you married an individual who comes from their own background. So without putting the work in, then you just get lazy or complacent and think, okay, I'm entitled, so I don't have to give accountability. And then you have your own definition of what you think a relationship is. This is how it's supposed to be, you're supposed to work, you're supposed to acquiesce to how I'm thinking. And man, all of that is dangerous without practical practices on what do we do in our everyday lifestyle? How my wife said earlier, when it comes to that maintenance, no one drive. I hope you don't. No one drives a car without ever putting fuel in it. Nobody. If you do, eventually that car gonna fall. It's gonna stop working. It is. Yeah, it's gonna. It's just gonna. It's gonna stop working. I don't care who you are. And until we put investment, and I don't want to just say just money, invest in it. So don't just. I don't, let me clarify this. I don't just clarify and say put money into it. I mean time. Yes. I mean effort. Yes. Uh, I date mean being night. intentional. Kind words. Date night words. Text, text messages. <laughs> um, thoughts. And sometimes the, the thing that you can get can start from you just saying something nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so real quick. So how? Okay. So, uh, can we get close to the end? I, I really want to know. You know. Um, what do you believe was the catalyst to helping you guys do the 30 year stretch successfully uh, when most people are not able to even get past the one or two or the two? Um, what would you say if you can look back and look at all of the, the things that y'all done right? What were those things that y'all done right? Uh, and what are some of the things that y'all may have done wrong, but y'all were able to overcome due to some of the things that y'all did right? So I definitely don't want to speak to why others might not be successful, but I will speak to why we have been able to become successful. We have a mindset to win. Mm -hmm. Remember, we're both builders. We're both, I don't want to say competitive. We are definitely both alpha, male and female, but our mindset is to win. So, okay, now that we know the end goal is to win, we want to win in marriage, we want to win in with our children we want to win in our businesses okay so back to marriage what does that look like what do we need to do in order to win we want to make sure we stay married okay 
So since we want to make sure we're staying married, we don't want to be married and miserable. If you're the only one that I'm going to be with until it's time to go back home, I want to be happy. So what does that look like? What do we need to pour into the relationship to make sure we're happy and healthy as well as setting an example for our children and so on and so on. And so whatever that looks like, that's what we need to begin to apply. Now, what I believe we did wrong at the beginning is because he's alpha, because I'm alpha, it's got to be his way and it's got to be my way. Well, we, we quickly learned that <laughs> you got to choose one direction to go in. <laughs> we can't sit in the car and turn it to the left and right at the same time because now we're going down the street like this. So we've got to choose a path to be on. And I think when we sit down and begin to have meetings, just like you do at your job, when you begin to forecast like you would do at a job, we begin to decide which direction we're going in this week and what that looks like. Things begin to get better and better and better for the lack of a better term. So, so for me, it's different. Um, different meaning, I mean, from a male standpoint, it's different, not from what she's saying. When I say different for me, it was so I was I was a little crazy growing up. Um, and when I married her, I wanted her to be my life partner, but I wanted her to be my life partner while still being crazy. Um, and those two, and I use crazy just as a metaphor. Um, yeah, just that much <laughs> as a metaphor. Um, so I had to get my life together. So for me, I knew it when my I developed a strong relationship with God. I can't I can't get around those biblical principles. That's that that that's the principle that I stand on. That's what made me better. Um, someone in your audience may not have that same principle, and that's fine. That's entirely up to them. Um, but for me, it was my sound biblical decision of what God was creating me to be. And the purpose was to help her to become the best woman, wife, mother she can become. What can I do to be an asset and not a liability? And it was an internal thing for me. All right, you know what? Is this making her better? What can I do? What can I push? How can I help her with this? How can I? Okay, what do I need to do? Um, do I need to back up? Do I need to move forward? See, all of that is the giving of oneself to where sometimes we think, oh, I got to lower myself. What lowering yourself also is a definition called humility, humbling yourself, saying, okay, let, let me become better. So maybe this season she becomes better. Maybe we can grow together. So a lot of that took place over the years. And the, the more I became closer with God in my relationship, not just my pastoral role, uh, but me as an individual, um, the better I think our relationship got. And then once we started just kind of to share with people, hey, this is, you know, kind of what we do. And then we had track record. Then it was, okay, now, okay, can y'all mentor us? Then after the mentorship, we wanted to be models. Okay, how do we model success? No one would give $10,000 to go to a master class to somebody who is broke. <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna go to a master class. You wanna stay in the coaching to somebody who has the model. If if no matter what you think about him, Elon Musk or Jeff Busy will say, I'm gonna have a financial class. If, if heck, if Bill Gates said, I'm gonna have a master's class with finances, we going. Oh yeah, we gonna check that out. <laughs> because he has a model when it comes to finances. Or it doesn't matter who that person is. We have same similar friends. If they have a master's class, we're gonna go to it because it's modeled. Um, I would just be careful to say, listen, who do you listen to? 
And it's not just us. It's some great ones out there. Oh, when it comes to marriages, it's some great. I can start naming names. Tony's a good one. I'm, but anyway, I'm, I'm not going to start. It's some great ones. So don't, don't just take our principles. I guarantee you can take some of the stuff we said and you can tie some of the stuff they said. Because it's a community. It's not all of us can win. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Shout out to NW with the super chat. So in closing, man, if somebody looking to get, you know, some marriage maintenance, marriage counseling, uh, how could y'all help them in that space? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. We have what's called marriage keys. You can log on to our website. That's www.marriagekeys.net. We have also recently released our new book. Oh, talk about it real nice. quick. Talk about I'm going to need an automated copy. Yes. <laughs> Tell them, babe. So we just released the new book, um, 21 Keys for a Better Marriage. Um, so most people ask us where the 21 keys come from. Uh, one of my trainers told me this. He says, when you do something for 21 days, basically it becomes a habit in doing that. So we thought we'll play on that. Wait a minute, 21 keys. How do you open doors? What's the purpose of keys? Keys are meant to open doors, gain access. Keys are also meant to lock. So when you take that into consideration, we were like, okay, let's talk about keys to open financially. How do we open vulnerability? How do we open historical? Because you don't want all doors open at all the time if you're not able to handle it at the same time. Right. So this book kind of takes the deep dive to keys, when to open it, how do you unlock mindsets, how do you unlock your heart? Um, and it's, it's meant to encourage, motivate um, relationships. Relationships, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Now, you may have had a bad experience. That doesn't mean the institution of marriage is bad. Correct. It just means you could have had a, a bad situation. It's like if a car breaks down. Every car isn't bad because a car broke down. Yeah. You just had a bad experience with the car. And let's kind of evaluate where we are with our next steps. So, yeah, we we did. I'm excited about it. Uh, what is it? MarriageKeys.net. MarriageKeys.net. Will it be on Amazon or? Absolutely. It's Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. Books oh, it's million, going Amazon, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. When is it releasing? Is it released already or is yeah. it got to release it? Last month. Last month. Last month, man. Make sure y'all go grab that. Walmart. Grab me a copy. Um, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's God has blessed to where it is in I think every pretty much every, every bookstore, bookstore yeah. every major bookstore. Um, it, it can you go get it. I listen. We can only give you what God has given us to be successful in what we do. But at, in the beginning, like I said, marriage is a thumbprint. You take it, what is worth. You want to use it? Don't use it. It's entirely up to you. Uh And this is what I I spoke to at the beginning about knowing that we need help. So, for example, if he did not want to get help, but I know that we need help, I'm going and I'm purchasing this, whether it be online at marriagekeys.net or maybe it's through Books a Million of Barnes and Nobles and so on and so on. But this is something that I can sit down by myself and read and then begin to apply the keys that's in this book. Or we're on all forms of social media under Marriage Keys. I'm going to go to those pages and I'm going to look or watch videos on on the YouTube marriage keys page just so that I can begin to take in some of these keys and strategies and apply them on my own. That's for those that are saying my person does not want to sit down with anybody. And then if you're saying I want to sit down with the both of them or do live Zoom or whatever that might be, then, of course, you can register for those courses on marriagekeys.net. Or maybe you just want to talk with me and you don't want to be with him. 
White coaching is also available and that's fine. there as well. <laughs> I love it. I got one more question, right? Because y'all mentioned something that's really, really critical. And I think this speaks to a lot of the women and men that are here, right? We, I think that this community is probably a lot of leaders. Most likely, most most of the people here are leaders. They're they're trendsetters. They are leading all types of in, uh, industries, uh, whether they are from an entrepreneurial standpoint or an entrepreneurial standpoint. And so, I want I want to speak to something that you guys spoke to earlier, and that was we're both alphas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and can you speak to right? Because I know even with my wife, I would I would consider my wife what we would call a sigma, you know, in a sense where she's definitely has some some alpha energy. But she you know, she don't like to put herself out there like that. Um, But but her energy is definitely alpha. I got I got to I got to admit that. Um, and so I know we struggled at the beginning of our relationship with her having a certain level of respect for male leadership. And it wasn't coming from a place of her disrespecting me. It was more coming from a place of she just didn't have a lot of faith in men because her dad was he left her when she was very young and disappeared and fell off the, the, the face of the planet, to be honest with you. And uh, so she just didn't have a lot of trust, healthy trust for men in that sense. And it took a while for us to get to that space. So um, I say all of that to say this. How do you guys do alpha and alpha relationship where the man um, in some essence has to yield to the woman's leadership in a lot of ways and also the woman um, has to yield to the man's leadership when, you know, when those situations pop up, how did y'all do that? And then what kind of problems did y'all face in the beginning of that? And how did y'all overcome that? So in the beginning, we bumped heads Mm -hmm. um, with decision-making with direction. Um, Again, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere with this one because Again, that alpha terminology, she wants to lead this way, I want to lead that way, who has the best advice, who does this, and at the end, we both are educators. So <clears throat> college degrees, graduate degrees, so we both are educators. So one couldn't overtalk the other one because now you got money, I have money uh, at the same time. But it it came from, and I got to put on my pastor hat for this one, is that learning who should take the lead is about discerning who has the baton in that moment? And 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 what I mean by this is there's a scripture that says, submit yourself one to, to another. As a man, sometimes I got to learn how to lead from behind. Ooh. So if she has the goal, if she has the mission, the word submission literally means to be under a mission. If she has the mission, if she has that, it's my goal to undergird that. It doesn't take away from my leadership as a man because sometimes we take leadership and we stroke it with the word ego. So leadership should not lead to abuse. Leadership should not lead to somebody being subservient of you. Leadership should be an undergirding, a support of somebody to say, hey, here's where we are. Let's do this together. Or you lead out on this. I'm going to lead out on that. And I think that's identifying your your, your spouse's um, asset what they're really, really good at okay. and realize, recognizing what you're not good at, okay. or they may be better at it because that is absolutely foolish. 
if my wife was a better negotiator, but I feel like I got to go to the table and do it. We're going to leave money on the table. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But I can say that now because we had to go through the bumps and bruises. Okay, you know what? Hey, babe, no. This one's yours. Okay, you lead out this. You notice when you guys called me, I was like, hold on. No, 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 no. Let, let me get my wife on the phone. Facts. <laughs> yes, indeed. Facts. I was like, let, let me get on the phone. Because there may be some areas that, and the question she talked about, I wouldn't have known to deal with that. That was her leading out in that. All right, now, babe, okay, you do that. You work that, and I work this. Because I'm comfort. I'm comfortable in who I am, in my own skin. That's why, whether comments or people say things, I'm comfortable in my own skin. So it doesn't really bother me. But I, I would say that to anybody. It's like, okay, you know what? Just make sure lead, I just make sure leadership doesn't lead to abuse. Because then that's not leadership. Well said. That's insecurity. Well said. How would you follow that up, Miss Miss Fraser? That same question. I totally agree. When I'm using the term alpha, I'm just saying that we're both two strong individuals. We're both leaders, as he already spoke to, in our own rights. But I do want to lean to the spiritual aspect of me that says he's still the king regardless. At the end of the day, I'm the queen, and we just work well together. We have, over time, begin, a, begin to recognize my strengths and his strengths. Mm -hmm. And if we could operate in our strengths, that causes us to win overall even better. I shouldn't operate in my weaknesses just because I can for the sake of saying I can and you don't tell me what to do when that's going to hinder our overall goal, which is to win. Wow. That's amazing. That's you know, I I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, you know, and, it, and it's a lot of people uh, in, the, in the chat is that it's a lot of men who have not matured to a space. Just being real. Right. We're going to have a real conversation. A lot of men have not matured to the space to where they are comfortable with female leadership. Let's just be real. I have no um, problem. I absolutely. I have no. I, listen, if you're going to help me achieve my goal and God, is with it. man, please come help me help you know you know that's crazy i'm probably getting trouble right here that's like a hungry person saying no i don't want to eat that if you can feed me come on let's eat show help me woman help me that's crazy for me saying hey babe hey i'm, I'm a step up and do this but she's better at it no help baby go lead i'm gonna follow you on this one women are leaders god created them to be leaders too why do y'all feel men struggle with that? Because we crazy. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of men struggle with it. They know they need the help. They lady got it, but they'll never be like, I need the help. <laughs> I honestly believe this. Now, this is just me. Remember now, hey y'all, just joking about stuff. But this honestly believe. I honestly believe whether it's male or female, but I'm gonna address the male like you said. I want to do historical research first. I want to find out. Um, what was your childhood like? Um, if you played sports, were you overlooked? Were you always the leader in sports? So all of that plays a role that contributes to why you think the way you think now. So I can't just say, um, I think the way I think now based off of my past. And I would do I would do someone a disjustice if I give them my answer now without first doing the research to know, okay, were you never in control? Um, okay, quick testimony. Um, my wife won't get me for telling this, but that's fine. Um, and I love you too. So when we first got married, um, I didn't, I don't like sharing. I didn't like sharing my food. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't mm. like, sharing, I didn't like sharing my food. 
I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I but like I stared. So we would go to McDonald's and she was like, just give me three fries. No, I'll, I'll buy you some French fries. I don't want to share. She's like, I just want three. I'm like, no, you cannot have three of my French fries. I will buy you a whole nother fry. That three turn to half your fries. Right, but here's what got me. She asked me one day, she says, I feel like you reject me when I can't have some of your fries. And I was like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. And then she was like, why do you think that way? So growing up, um, look at how we're still talking about the mindset. Yeah, yeah, that, the why mindset. Do you think that why do you think that way? So growing up, food was scarce. So it was when I was with my grandmother, and it's like, no, everybody, you know, you kind of, you ate what you ate and that was it. So I figured when I got older, I'm not sharing my food. <laughs> I would buy you something, but it was my dysfunction. So I'm admitting I was dysfunctional in that. So me not addressing my dysfunction led to her feeling like she was rejected. And that's not what I wanted for her. And I just use that as an example. That's something we kind of went through that was funny now. It's like, man, I didn't want to share my food. But it was based off of how I grew up. <laughs> wow. Amazing. But I don't think I, and I'm just addressing it. I don't think somebody said I don't think males are selfish by nature. I think people are selfish by nature. Ooh. I think this is a beautiful conversation, man. What was your thought? I, I, I think this is a beautiful conversation, <laughs> a phenomenal conversation. And, and here's the thing, you know, one thing I love about y'all situation, this is not theory. It's real. It, that's 30 it, years. That's 30 years. Most people can't that's count on record. one hand how many people they know to be married for 30 years. And still smiling, still happy, yeah. still showing up, and then pouring in the other folk who, ain't, who can't get it right. Support each other. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Every, a lot of... Uh, it goes both ways. Like my grandparents, shit. They was married, but they ain't like each other. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. Seem like y'all like each other. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but I can't. Now nah, I can't do that. Now when she made that, let me be 100 with y'all. When she made that statement, that was real. We determined we are not gonna be married and miserable. Oh, no. Yeah, we're not doing that. Oh, no. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, we're not doing married and miserable. <laughs> I'm not doing. It. I'm not staying married for the sake of people for the church. No, we're not doing that. We're gonna be happy. I'm a like when I wake up, be happy. That's my girl. Right. We together. Right. No, we refuse that. So, but I'm not gonna lie. I got one more question. How often yeah, do y'all see people that's married and miserable? Ooh, what's your name? How often do y'all see people that's married and miserable? Because I yeah. think that's way, more often than we think. <laughs> well, I put it this way. I think we see a lot of them that's married and miserable, but misery is a choice. Marriage mm -hmm. is mm. wow. So people say, I don't I don't believe in divorce because I'm miserable. I believe in how can we change? What can we do? Okay, that, that doesn't fit. Let's try something different. Okay, that doesn't fit. Let's try something different. And that goes back to that that list you were talking about. Does the list change? Have we got grown some things? You know, all of that is important. So you say married and miserable. My question would be, why are you miserable? What is it about him or her that you don't like that's disturbing you? And let's deal with the fixing. You go to the doctor and the doctor asks you, where does it hurt? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a true. That's true. Here at No Stingy Energy, we do not promote marriage and misery. We promote <laughs> marriage and happiness. So make sure y'all reach out to them yeah. and, get, and get, get some help, man. You need the help before you need the help. So you may yeah, want right. reach out to reach out to them today. You know, Like I said, I got married in January. January 2nd, I think January 3rd. I reached out to Pastor Don. Pastor Don January 20th. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm to talk about it today before it even happens. So, man, invest in yourself, invest in your marriage, invest in your business. But we got to keep it first. You know, keep your marriage first, keep your business second. I think you'd be happy, bro. Which I, 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 for everybody that's single, oh, go ahead. For everybody that's single, this is a cheat sheet. It is. You, you, you get. You're getting the ins and the outs of you being a gear, us doing right at thirty. Those like so now you get to know. Okay, what do I look for? What are the red flags? Mm -hmm. What do I want? How do I evolve? So instead of saying what we don't want, what we do want, let's use it as a cheat sheet to try to figure out why am I going? I'm I'm never going to address or continue to blow up. Marriages are failing, man. No, they're not. I'm not going to do that. That's like me talking about being broke. I'm not broke. I mean, I'm not. But it's like, why would I? I'm not going to work by that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what it takes to be successful. Right. Here's what works for us. Okay. Here's our principles. Take them and use them if you want to. I still love you. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Get the counseling, grab the 21 keys. Again, I'm going to order the book. Uh, you got any final words, B? Yeah, I just want to get the final words to them, man. They they killed this, man. And I, I, I really appreciate and love the information that you guys shared. I mean, I'm looking at to you guys as mentors uh, in the marriage space for sure. You know, I'm new to it. But, um, you know, I see that y'all are true to it. And I just really appreciate everything that y'all kind of poured into not only myself, but everybody here. But I want to leave the last words to y'all, if y'all don't mind. You go ahead. I'll, you go ahead first. You I am super excited about the space that has been presented to even speak to marriage in a positive way. Because the marriages that are currently not as successful, it seems to be speaking louder than the marriages that are. And I definitely want people to be encouraged and know that you can find love, find happiness, be married, be in love, be with the same person for so many years and have bumps and bruises and, and still have a good time, enjoy each other, laugh. And it's true, it's not pretend, it's not for social media. This is real life. You see us in the grocery store, even though he doesn't always want to go, but he wants to eat everything I bring home. But you see us in the store like this is who we are. And it's just there is somebody out there for you. So I just want you to be encouraged in that space. I I will say this. The first one is. Um, you love me. I know. He's so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Um, I love it. I'm gonna respond to a comment only because I just feel like it, and I love you. Um, I'm gonna want to. Yeah, I bet you won't call her. Somebody said, "I bet you if I talk to Miss Vader, she think I bet you won't call. I bet you won't call. I bet. I bet you won't reach out to her. She'll pull up and change your life. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. Matter of fact, I dare you to reach out to her. I bet. Listen, that's my ace. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, man, this is who we are at the end of the day. Um, we finna hang up with y'all and come sit down and eat, yeah. watch TV, or do something <laughs> for the rest of the day. I did this because I love you all. Um, and plus, I wanted to let everyone know that you know all marriages aren't failing. You know, it does, but it does take work. It, um, it, it does take work. Just like um, it takes any other space. Yeah, any, any other space, it takes work. To be successful in what you guys do, it takes work. Yeah, it, it, it takes work. Um, and just be willing to put in the work. Say, okay, I'm willing to make changes. I'm willing to be innovative, to be intentional. So that's 
That's just my thoughts. I, I love it. I love being in this space, so I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. I love, I love being a pastoral role, but I love being in this space also. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Pastor Don, Miss Phaedra, we definitely appreciate y'all blessing No Stingy Energy community, blessing us with much love, man. Everybody, make sure y'all go follow them on Instagram. I, I, I think, did I tag it in the story? I don't know if I did, but I, I'm going to post something in the story so y'all can uh, tag them. If y'all can, put your Instagrams in the chat. I know that Instagram is Marriage Keys. Follow them there. Make sure y'all reach out to them. Man, we need happy marriages, man. We don't want to be married and miserable. Uh, A to the men. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That being said, man, we out. Peace. Love you, sir. Yes, Love sir. You. Love Bye. you, too. <laughs> What's up, y'all? So most people struggle with sales. A lot of us in real estate, and we struggle with our sales. We struggle with follow We struggle with leads. And we're just basically missing out on deals. For me, I just got on Taskify CRM. They send messages out for you. And look, a lot of us have work. When you get off of work, you have hot leads ready for you. Make sure you check out Taskify CRM. I'm telling you, it automatically replies for you. And look, it sends you multiple messages. Like we're talking about drip, drip campaigns, so you're not missing up on the lead follow-up. So make sure you check out Taskify CRM. Use coupon code NoStingyEnergy to get 10% off. I'm about to show y'all inside my CRM so I can see how it really works. Make sure y'all check it out. Peace. Awesome. Man, that shit Thank was you. dope, Thank man. You. <laughs>